Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Here we are once again. Welcome back. It's lovely to have you back. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, the podcast is getting into its fourth year. Can you believe that? Four years of this mighty podcast. Um, so we're going to be doing something uh, special to commemorate our fourth year. So watch this space. Keep that. Keep that. Keep that. Keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, I can't believe it's been four years. I can't believe it's four years ago. I was wandering around Brixton, um, having just interviewed someone, and then yeah, bumping into someone else and saying what I was. I bumped into Phil Wang, and he was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm just I'm collecting people for my podcast." And uh, yeah, and now four years later, here we are. And what a ride it's been. We've had some incredible guests, haven't we? So many incredible guests, in fact. And so many more incredible guests coming up. We've got some good names coming up uh, in future. So again, watch this space. Um, yeah, got some very interesting people coming up. I, I, I love doing it. And as long as you love listening to it, to it, we'll keep doing it. I think that's fair, isn't it? Hey? That's fair. Thank you to our lovely patrons for helping us keep this uh, this um, juggernaut on the tracks it's not right is it but yeah thank you for doing that really appreciate that thank you for listening and do us a favour spread the word tell your friends listen if you enjoy it tell your mates send them a link get them, get them involved you know tell them old Wilson sent you that'd be lovely so this week on the podcast is Love Dev Barpaga now again someone I worked with a few times in the past lovely fella and we people always say that we look alike I'm always getting I say this in, 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 the, in the episode people always send me photos going oh I've just seen you in Halifax and you're like <laughs> but yeah he's a, he's a good looking man good looking good looking dude lovely fellow with a very infectious laugh and uh, it was good to have him on the, have him on have a chat and uh, it's funny I assumed that he was quite a religious person but I was completely wrong and that's nice to have that conversation. Going, oh, I was wrong. And so that we we covered that in the episode. We covered all manner of stuff. We talk about all sorts. Um, towards the end of the episode, we talk about the menopause, and we talk about you know how how those things weren't really explained to us when we were growing up. And so 
Uh, and there's a really shit joke at the end, but don't be offended. It's a bit of a laugh, all right? It, 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 it's fine. I've, I've made it, again, I've made it more sinister than it is. It was just a throwaway remark. Jesus Christ. I'm going to stop talking. We're going to get on with the episode. So coming up in a minute is Love Dead Barpega. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A podcast from producer Paul Dakota.uk. Insane in the membrane. I told everyone because I'm like today because it's our first day back after the after everything. Mm. So I'm running through like getting everybody like trying to get organised and get things recorded and you know yeah. like, sending out the emails and all that. Oh man, every Is it year. A nightmare, yeah. It's one of them, isn't it? Trying to get organised after you've had <laughs> been on holiday. Yeah. It's fucked, isn't it, mate? You know, yeah, I don't know. Do you celebrate? Do you celebrate Christmas? Uh, yeah, we do. We actually celebrate Christmas more than any other celebration. Yeah, yeah. So Christmas is quite big, right? Yeah, we have proper Christmas dinner. You know, exchange gifts. Obviously, don't go to church, but <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I don't think anyone does today. <laughs> I don't think anyone does, unless it's a wedding or a yeah, funeral. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. you do sell it because that's it. Because I don't know. I know. I, I'm just. I'm always aware now because there was obviously growing up, mm. everybody I knew celebrated Christmas. But now, you know, we're a bit more culturally aware. I'm all, I, I even at, at gigs now, and I've, I've got this bit, and I do say in it, I'm like, for those of you that celebrate Christmas, yeah. So, which I think is a good yeah. thing, just to assume we all celebrate Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's know? true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, one of my neighbours, I sent her a Christmas card, and she was like. I don't celebrate Christmas. And I was like, oh, really? She goes, yeah, I'm a Jehovah Witness. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. another one. That's because my my ex-wife was a Jehovah's Witness when she was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and when she met me, she'd come away from the church. And so this, it was like a child. Like just everything was opened up. It was like Christmas, birthdays, <laughs> and just, oh my God, this is amazing. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I've been out missing out on. Yeah. <laughs> they don't celebrate anything, I think. Yeah, no, no nothing. Not no, nothing, no. Yeah, they celebrate being part of their fruity little club. No disrespect. 
Let's not talk about religion. Eh? No, no, no. Let's move on, man. <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, you know, you believe what you believe. It's completely up to you. We said this on a previous episode. It's like, mm. I respect anyone who believes anything, really. It's like, look, yeah. they're your beliefs. You know, I mean, sometimes I'm a bit like, yeah, I don't think that's right. But there we are. You know. <laughs> Flat Earth. We talked about that ages ago. But... <laughs> you got to respect it, but at the same time, it's when it's when people tell me I'm wrong because I don't believe the same things as them. Yeah, that's when I get. I'm like, it, what what I believe doesn't affect you, and what you believe shouldn't affect me. Mm, that's so, true. You know, that's when it becomes yeah. an issue when you're yeah. telling me I'm wrong. Yeah, and there's always someone right, and there's always somebody wrong. That's yeah. the problem. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I personally, I just stay out of it. I'm not religious at all. So are you not? No, I'm, not, I'm the same as you. You know, each to your own. If you're happy, carry on. Yeah, you know that's your thing. I respect that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we were talking. I was talking before about how growing up, we were told about. We, we were talking about this on. Um, Ross McGrain's episode, we were saying like we were brought up to believe in God and things like that. So it's kind of in yeah. you. Um, it's still, even, even though you kind of go, well, it can't, doesn't make sense that that's mm. that's his thing. But you know, it's it, 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 well, I, I, yeah, it's like I say, it's in you for some reason. You're still still aware of it. But were, were you brought up uh, in a religious family? Or I was going to say, yeah. So I, I've had quite an interesting life. So obviously my background, my family are Sikhs, right? Mm. So we visit uh, Gurdwaras, but we also go to Hindu temples. Okay. And when I was a kid, I, I, was, I went to a Catholic school. Right, wow. <laughs> and my oh, parents, God. they used to send me to Sunday school. Yeah, right. And I always wondered, why are they sending me to Sunday school? Well, so they don't have to look after me and they can work in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I was really confused, mate, honestly. Yeah, of course, you must have it from all sides, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we used to go uh, for mass on Fridays at school. Every Friday, guaranteed we'll go to church, yeah. So I used to know all the hymns, all the prayers, everything. (laughs) Mate. I even was once in the Christmas choir. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) blimey how did that affect you did you you must have been like you say you must be confused as fuck you don't know what what, we all all religions seem to be fundamentally the same yeah it's only it's only they get manipulated by by the people in charge of them all that that's when it starts to fuck up but yeah fundamentally they all seem pretty much the same yeah they are the same you know and then most of my best mates are muslims so there's another one yeah you know (laughs) <laughs> yeah and you've experienced you've experienced them all and you've gone nah mate none of this makes sense <laughs> none of it makes sense and do you want to know something really interesting so where we live now when, when I used to live with my mum and dad at yeah. the top of their garden there's a cemetery there mate yeah right so if you you're honest if you walk to the top of the garden you can see gravestones right mate. and that's a Jewish cemetery really yep Mate, you've had it from all sides. <laughs> everything. It's everything. All of them, man. <laughs> and then I used to grow up right. in Rasters. So when I used to live, live in Handsworth in Birmingham. Yeah. Right? So you had all the Rastafarians as well. So. Hell, mate. <laughs> mate, you can't avoid it. I can't avoid it. Nah, you can't. <laughs> Especially like if you go to India, it's because it's 
it's quite a holy place anyway. So you got all types of cultures there, you know. Yeah. You know, you'll see yeah. a mosque, you see a temple, you'll see a church as well. And wow. uh, yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah, so I, I I did I was quite confused growing up as a child. Yeah. Did you find <laughs> it easy to kind of like yeah. not get involved with it? You kind of went, nah, this is none of this is for me. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, more or less on that on that sense. And um I learned a lot a lot about other cultures as well. Yeah. Which I suppose is the beauty of it. You know, culture that's, and religion. Exactly. That's the main that. thing, isn't yeah. It? Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. how it you know, these people that fight shout and argue with each other, you go, Yeah, but you haven't really looked into any of it. Mm. You haven't really experienced any of it. And I think one of the beautiful things that has come out of me being a comedian is that I've been lucky enough to now have experienced different cultures and I've been able to yeah. go to different places yeah. and meet different people and get more of an understanding. I think travel is so important. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. I love traveling, man. I yeah. Love tra- I went to a place in Turkey quite recently called Cash. Have you heard oh, of Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard know, of yeah. That? yeah. It's lovely, man. Oh, what well, it's like a hidden gem in Turkey, but not many nice. people know about it. Yeah. I've heard it. My a mate of mine went, yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I love traveling as well. I mean, yeah. I, I, that's why I love gigging. As you know, you're probably the same. I like going to towns or villages you've never heard of. Yeah, and you I go love there it. and you're like, "Oh, this is lovely. This is." Yeah. <laughs> you know it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's the one thing I love is that I'm able to. I've been able to see different people from different places, mm. and because when I before I started out, I always believed that. You know, there was that north-south divide and all that bullshit. But now, yeah. now I've been out and about in the world. You go, no, nah, everyone's pretty much the same. We're all a bit fucked. Everyone yeah. just, you know, if 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 people are at a gig, they want to be entertained. So entertain them. Yeah, you that's know? right. They're not they're, yeah. they're not going to judge. Some some people do. They get pissed up and they judge you a bit. But <laughs> very, very few are far between. <laughs> Most people are pretty sound. Yeah, you know, get your dickhead. Oh, there's always one, isn't there? But I always, that people go, I see these videos of like comedian destroys heckler. Yeah. I don't really do it because if someone heckles me, I'm like, all right, come on in. What's happened? What's going on? Why? <laughs> I start to like counsel them. Like, what's going on do in you? your life? Is that, that what you, you do felt? on stage? Is that, or if I'm, if I'm not in the mood, I'll just say, shut up, you fucking coward. You haven't got the bollocks <laughs> to come and do this. Are so you shouting from the shadows? Fuck you. Depends on mood of me. <laughs> Depends on what type of gig it is. Depends on what type of gig, depends on what type yeah. of mood I'm in, depends if I've eaten. Fucking corporate. Corporate's just mad. I just laugh if I'm bombing at a corporate. Yeah. I just laugh. I'm like, this is, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what you want me to do. It's That's just... what I'm like on every, any stage I get on. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what do you want me to do? This is it. This is what you're going to get for the next 18 minutes. That's what <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're two minutes in and it's already fucked. <laughs> Like you said, you yeah. got to just enjoy yourself, didn't you, on stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So where did you grow up? So I was grew up in Birmingham. Yeah. So I moved quite a... Um, that was another reason why I was surrounded by different types of people. Because I moved in quite a lot of different areas Yeah. growing up. Yeah. So started off in the ghetto. Oh, then yeah. I went to a white ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back to the ghetto, original ghetto. And now I live in a, in a, in a in a predominantly white area, which is nice. It's yeah. how I like it, <laughs> uh, mate. The way things are going, we'll all be living in a ghetto soon. It's all 
Oh man, yeah. fucked. Yeah. I um, I got. St- this is the thing. I, I've stopped looking at the news, and every time I look, I get more. I go I'm like, this is why I stopped looking at it. You get more wound up. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at the minute they're talking about rather than rather than you know addressing the fact that people aren't aren't being paid enough. It's not that they're not earning enough. People aren't being paid enough for the work that they're doing. You know, absolutely. Employers are getting away with fucking murder, and yeah. they should be paying people decent money for a decent day's work, but they're not. And instead of addressing that, they're now the government now talking about bringing in laws to stop striking. And you're like, you, this just they don't get it, do pay they? Pay people, no, pay people. We're not up with because they don't want you to rock the boat, do they? They want you to yeah. be fucking subservient, yeah. And you know, mate, I was working, I don't know if you know, but I was working on New Year's Day, so I work in mental health. Oh, right, I okay. work in hospitals and stuff, and I was working yeah, on New right. Year's Day. And on that day, we had to take a patient to a, the local general hospital. Yeah. And um, they picked us up in the ambulance, and there was a queue waiting to go in. Wow. And I was like, and I said, this is normal. We pick somebody up, we wait hours in the ambulance, and then they've got to wait even longer. And In the hospital, there was like people in beds, just in corridors. Mate. I was like... Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. See, stuff like that, isn't it? And they go, had it. <laughs> well, there's supposed to be 40 new hospitals or something built, weren't there? And they never, they never got around to that. And then they never, yeah. it's, they won't invest. It's just, I know a lot of money goes into the NHS. I know people work, work in there. Mm. But it's not enough. And they don't want to invest it because they want us all to be paying for our, for our health yeah. service. That's what they yeah. want. Yeah. And you go, but that's just going to kill more people. And then you, because there's going to be people that just can't afford it. You know, the bills that you see when in America, the bills that you see, like if you're in an accident and it costs you 100 grand to get sorted out, and you're just like, how is anyone going to, no one's, no one can afford that. That's mental, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's, it's shit like that. And this is why I don't look at it because it just dep- it depresses the fuck out of me, you know? It's, it's, it's very depressing. Mate, look, I'll be honest, I, I work for an agency now. And I'm probably yeah. going to shoot myself in the foot. But what I get paid, I get more money than the NHS staff, but I'm doing the same job as them. And I think Mad, isn't it? if the NHS just paid us all equally, I would have never yeah. left. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I would have yeah. yeah. just carried on doing my NHS work and I would have been happy with that. And I don't blame people striking. No. Really don't. People no. say, we've got the hardest job. We ain't got the hardest job as a comedian. No. Yeah, you need jokes to be funny, but... Try being a nurse, you know what I mean? Under yeah, pressure. Yeah, yeah. It's on New Year's Day, and there's a New queue Year's of ambulances. <laughs> like a taxi stand, man. Yeah. It's like a black... <laughs> That's how I pictured it. You know, just Mate. a load, load of ambulances waiting for their passengers. Jesus Christ, in, 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 in the other way of dropping them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got... It's just, Matt Stellingworth was on... A uh, couple of couple of few quite a few episodes ago, but he, he was yeah. the first first person that told me that you have to pay to become a nurse. Like you have to pay for the training. You yeah, you have to go through a degree as like a normal yeah. degree, um, and then they have to pay for their pin every year. It's a couple hundred quid. So every Man. year they have to renew it their uh, their pin, nursing Fuck pin. Sake. And Is that's always on the line, you know. The, yeah. Some I know nurses have lost it for silly little errors, you know. A little really? slap on the wrist would have been fine, but now they lose their pin. And if they want to be a nurse again, they have to do the whole um, oh three three or four year course. 
and this is why and this is why people don't well they don't they can't do it because they can't afford it even yeah. down to parking even down to parking at hospitals oh, mate, don't even get start me on that one <laughs> fucking hell because they've now privatized that that goes off to private companies oh yeah yeah and the private companies don't give a shit they're just some like mad clamping firm that are going to just rinse everybody and I've, I've, nurses should just get free parking. They should just get free parking. I don't know why that's an argument. I think the problem you know? is the space. <coughs> yeah. I think, I think that's what it is. So, um, I mean, I got a ticket the other day. So I work in loads of different hospitals. So yeah. I was in Worcester and um, I got back to my car. Now, they, they built the redoing the hospital anyway. And um, so I parked somewhere and the, the bloke was like, yeah, you can park there, mate. A couple of days later, I got a letter. Illegal no. parking, £15 fine. And I was like, what? So I sent an appeal. said, look, I was one of the staff working on the wards. And they were like, like you said, they're not bothered. They don't care. No. No? no. You're still paying? I was like, Fuck. And it was a private company. But a load of staff said to me, you should have left it. Just to ignore the letter. <laughs> yeah, there's an element of that. It's not legal. Like, they, can't, yeah. they can't legally ask you for money. It's not a... It's, it's an invoice, isn't it? Yeah, it's not That's a government-recognised thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, parking is a big issue. I do, I do agree, staff shouldn't be paying to park. Nah, man. That's Especially the, that's in the hospital. Thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you can have, one, if they can afford a car to get there in the first place, exactly. you know, that's just, because yeah. yeah, yeah. it's, it's not even like a reasonable amount. It's not like a quid an hour. Yeah. It's like two, three, four quid now. You're like, how is anyone? <laughs> I can't afford that. 20 quid for the whole day. <laughs> That's insane. It's cheaper to get a cab. <laughs> <laughs> so you deal, so you're in mental health? Yeah, I work in mental health. That's what so, you do. And what, yeah, what do you do? So a support worker. Hmm. So I'm frontline staff work alongside the nurses. We just basically monitor them, you right. know, support them and stuff, check on them if they're all right, feed them and, they all vary. So I work in all all sorts. So I work from adolescents uh, to forensics, which is really interesting. Yeah, right. Yeah, all the murderers, mate. No, <laughs> so oh, I don't with, know like, why people... I'm laughing. Well, yeah. <laughs> no. Dealing with people that have murdered. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah, people that have murdered. Um, you name it, they've done it in forensics. Really? Yeah, we've got all sorts. But it's, it's quite interesting. You know, because you'll meet, I mean, I shouldn't really be saying this, but you'll meet someone, <laughs> a patient, and you'll go, oh, he's dead nice, he's any that, John. And then the staff will go, are you sure? Have you read his file? No, what's he done? He murdered his dad and mum. I was like, really? Oh, wow. All <laughs> oh, right. He seems like a, such a lovely bloke. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, it's totally. Isn't it funny though? Because there's this this, I've I've seen, as we all have, we watch the documentaries and we've watched the interviews and stuff. Mm. And you just watch these people and you're like, wow, I'd have a pint with you. You seem. <laughs> but then you go, oh yeah, he murdered an entire village. And you go, what? Why did he do that? Because he just got up one day and he, he just felt like it. But I feel like a lot of it is background, you know. Really? They're all quite similar, yeah. So it's. It's how that, you know, the whole social thing, how you've been brought up, what your parents mm. are like with you, you know, what kind of household did you come from? Were they abused when they were younger? There's a lot right. There's a lot of that history. And then there's always the mental health side to it as well. Mm. So, like, you know, one of the parents 
possibly had an illness that obviously wasn't diagnosed. Not all of them, but you see a pattern. Yeah. That's why I love watching Britain's Most Evil Killers. You seen that? No. On, I think it's on Sky. I love watching that. So you look, they go basically go through the history. They start from when they're young, how they were brought yeah. up, you know, and what what challenges or traumas they had in their life. And then you think, oh, okay, I understand now why they are in that way. A bit like the Jeffrey yeah, Dahmer yeah, yeah. story, you know. You've seen that, and yeah, the Jeffrey Yeah, Dahmer yeah, 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 Netflix. yeah. So yeah, it's very yeah. similar, you know. Like his dad used to show him, this is how you cut up a, <laughs> an right. animal. It affects your head. <laughs> <laughs> and all these things, like dealing with these people, does that affect your head? Like you go out, do you, are you able to sort of switch it off when you leave? Because so, I know when um, I, I worked in an old people's home and I found it really difficult sometimes. Oh, so you've done, you've done similar work then? Yeah, I've done care work in old people's yeah. homes. And it, it used to, I used to just, I, I felt so, it, it's got to, to the point now, I don't ever want to be in a care home. I don't, I can't, because you're just left, yeah. and no, it's not the people. It's just, it's mm. just you know, you all your friends have died. Your family can't deal with you because you know you need you need care, mm. and you're just in this. You're just in the care home, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want it. I can't have it. It used oh, to mate. bother me. Yeah, no, it does bother me. I mean, what, I work in dementia a lot as well. Mm. Dementia is hard, man. You know, some yeah. of them are quite funny, but then they're not well, and you think. I really hope I don't get to that stage. I said to my wife once, I come back from work, I said to her, if I ever get dementia, shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, said, I don't old, want that yeah. on you. <laughs> no, mate. Well, that's it. I think about that all the time. Is that, that old Dave Allen gag about people say that. They go, oh, I don't want to get to that point. Someone wipe my ass. I would rather shoot myself if I ever got to that point. <laughs> and then he says, and then he, when they get to that point, he goes, but then they know they want to kill someone but they can't remember who it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great joke. I haven't heard that. Yeah, Dave Allen. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. that's, I've said that. I have I did say that the other day. I'm like, look, if anything, if that starts to happen, I'm just going to walk into the sea. Mm. And I just, I don't, <laughs> don't want to be a burden on anyone. But then at the same time, you've got that sadness of like, you've offed yourself and all your loved ones. Have to it's suffer. a tricky one, man. Yeah, yeah, they have to suffer either way. True, true. It, it is a it is tricky, man. But I'll tell you what, since, I mean, I've done that for, it's the longest job I've ever done. I've done loads of other stuff. Mm. But uh, I found that it did it does help towards the comedy. Yeah, so, right, okay. Like, yeah. um, how I say things, how I present it, the type, the speech, you know. If yeah. you can hear me, the empathy, sympathy, all, all that. It all, it all adds without me even knowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The communication bit, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah mate. Honestly, <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. You, it's, it, this is the thing, and this is why comedy is so great because it does help you deal with some severe shit in the world. Mm. You know, it really helps you get your head around some stuff. That's I right. Feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, these people could be suffering, or they know someone is suffering, and they've just come out to. To get away from that. Yeah. So that's always in the back of my head. And I used to say this bit at the end of the set. I used to go, you know, um, hope you all had fun. Just, you know, just want you all to to stay happy no matter what you go through in life. Keep smiling. 
I used to say that. I've got, I don't really say yeah. it as much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all, probably only because I've had a hard day at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck him. <laughs> like you say, do I take it home? I try not to take take work home. No. There have been occasions where I've thought about stuff, you know. You, you know, like when you think of someone, you think, oh, mm. I, wonder, I wonder how they're doing or what? why did that person do that to themselves? Yeah. You know, it's it's hard, but yeah, I try and leave it. When I leave work, oh, that's it. I leave it. Yeah, right. But, okay. Yeah, unless but there's something's a, yeah. yeah. There's a difference. It's like someone someone that's killed someone, but because that person was like tormenting them or making them making their life a living hell, there's that side of it as well. And you, yeah. I feel for those people because you're like, you, you just got pushed into a corner that's where right. you just, where just you had lost no control. choice. You're yeah. Just, in that instant, you didn't know what you were doing. No, because you've just been through shit with this person for so yeah. long. Yeah, and that does happen. And then yeah. you feel sorry for them. And then, you know, they're stuck in the system for years as well. Really? Yeah, people in, like, forensics. And Mental health is very interesting. Because you always get the same patient. Even the ones in the community, they'll come mm. in for a bit. They'll be unwell. We'll sort them out. They'll go back out. And then you'll see them again after, like, a couple of months. Yeah. You know, they'll come back in with the same issues. Fuck. and it's just like a revolving door and a lot of them stay in the system yeah. there's a lot of them that don't want to leave mate oh really they get, yeah they get fed yeah. they got a bed <laughs> yeah they got no bills they haven't really got any family so they just think hey i'll just stay here for a bit <laughs> yeah well, it's like that that um charles bronson that that prisoner you know, <laughs> yeah. him, you know he, he just got to the point he's just like no i'm just better off in here <laughs> and yeah I do know someone else if someone was telling me a couple of years ago they'd gone to prison and they said you know there was a moment where you're like I didn't have to think or worry about anything I was mm. just I was you know I felt bad about what I'd done I think he was in there for fraud or whatever it was but yeah. he just said you know he, he, he didn't have to worry about his meals and his bills and yeah, he just had yeah. to, he got to bed at a reasonable time. He was up in the morning, bit of exercise, bit of chat. <laughs> I'm like, fucking hell, you must have gone to a nice prison because I know other people live in a nightmare. They got a gym and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, PlayStation. <laughs> Some of yeah, you sure you, weren't just in, you sure you weren't just in a travel lodge? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them have, Rich. Yeah. Mate, I've got, yeah. I, my, that was another fear. I've got a few weird fears. I used to worry I was going to end up in prison. I don't know why. I think I have the, that, you know. Yeah. I don't know if it was just growing up with people that ended up in prison. I don't know. Do you know what? No, it could be. It could yeah. be. Um, I mean, I've got loads of mates who were close to me and got into the wrong crowds, should we say. Yeah. You know, either end up doing dodgy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or getting yeah. locked up themselves. And you think, I don't want, I don't really want to be like them and I've kind of distanced myself away from them yeah you have yeah. to you have to isn't it yeah man you have to it's, it's, that's the thing I knew some people before and they and I did actually fair play to I've said this before I, I needed some money and I needed a bit of work and I said oh you got any like driving work or anything like that and he went it's not for you mate it ain't for you you ain't getting <laughs> and I was and I'll never forget him for that he really he went because he could yeah. have been a prick and gone yeah mate take this box to wherever yeah 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 and you end up getting banged up for 20 years because you didn't know what was in the box <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, you know, he's, he, I'm, I'm pleased for that. But yeah, I always had this fear that I was going to end up in prison. And then I had this fear that I was going to be homeless. I still think about that, that at one point I'm going to be homeless. I'm always looking at places to, like, oh, you could make a, <laughs> build a, you could build a little, little thing in there. You could That's put some boxes in there. That's what a sleeping yeah. bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always that. I oh, just, you know, get a bit of wood. You can make a little den. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that is. I don't know why. Weird. I think no, it, it's it's something good to think about because like not that you're going to end up in that situation. No. Hopefully not. The way the energy prices are going up, <laughs> we're all going to end up living together in a shed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be sleeping in the park. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I do think about. I don't know what. Like, you, are you in London? Are you? No, I'm in Brighton now. But yeah, Brighton. I've been. I was in London. Yeah. Oh, okay. Might be similar to Birmingham. So in Birmingham, I don't. I don't know what it is now, but every traffic light has a beggar. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you guys have that in Brighton? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a street. where Because where we live, it's quite a nice little area. But if you go down onto the main like high street bit yeah. that runs along from Brighton to Hove, that's where all the, there's a lot of homeless people along there. But then someone was telling me the other day that they were going, oh, no, there's, there's places that they go and get food and they've got places to... Because they, they disappear at night. So... They've got places to go. They've all got play, but in the day they're just sitting around and they're begging and things like that. And yeah, there's a yeah. big there's a big drug problem in Brighton. I think that's the same in Birmingham. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like we've got loads every every traffic light. There's a there's a dude there with a cop in his hand. Oh really? Yeah, you give him money, he drives to the next set of lights. There's another one. <laughs> no, but maybe that's what he was. He went out. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. He just went out to get the papers and he's ended up skint and now he's had to collect some money to get home. Because <laughs> he gave it all away. <laughs> we used to get the ones that clean the windows. Oh, man. Wait, they disappeared? Yeah. They dis- have disappeared, yeah. I don't know where they've gone. I'm like, where are they? They must have made some dough, man, not to come back. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was huge at one point. Smoshy was windows. Massive. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I saw always. I was like, no, mate. I'd rather pay you a quid not to wash the windows. <laughs> that dirty water. <laughs> I saw one with an iPhone the once. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the iPhone and cleaning my window at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> mate, See, there's a bit of that as well. There's, I'm not. I know there are some people. There was a woman at Christmas, and <laughs> her name was Kathleen. She was Irish. Yeah. And she was. She was. We had a big chat. And she said, "Can you buy me some clothes?" I, I can't, I can't buy you. I haven't got enough money to buy you clothes, but I could buy you something. I buy you something. We'll go to the shop. And we were walking along, and then, and I was looking at her. And I'm like, I don't know something. She there was obviously <laughs> there was she was too clean. Like her clothes were ripped, right. but they were, but yeah, she they were yeah. clean. She was. I was like, and I looked at her trainers. I'm like, they're fucking spinning me a yarn here, mate. They're hundred, hundred and twenty quid. <laughs> nice lady I gave her some money I went uh, whatever's going on I don't know but look after yourself because it's not nice out here and, <laughs> but I'm like they're 120 quid like Nike TNs <laughs> I'm like I ain't got a <laughs> that exact thing's happened to me when I was in Turkey yeah. these three girls come up to me and they were like brother I'm from Syria I need the money and I was like I looked at them they all had Louis Vuitton <laughs> what do you need money for like to get a cab somewhere <laughs> i was like you got louis vuitton 
Oh, you mean yeah. I can't afford that? Then they just they ran off. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. There are people. I get it. There are people that need it. Yeah, but yeah. There are other yeah. people. There's so many people working a scam. When I was in Paris and we were walking, when you walk, when you go up by the Eiffel Tower, there's loads of people there. Mm. They what they do? They come up and say, "Oh, I'm raising money." They want you to sponsor, like, you know, like a sponsorship form. Yeah. And they come out and they go, oh, what, sign this and we will, I want to get, so you can give me whatever it is. A direct five. debit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was all like, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And then this, this young girl, she did it and she just went, I went, look, I said, I'm, I don't have any money. I'm broke. And she went, no, you are rich. Look where you are standing. And I'm like, I'm not, I I'm not rich. even. I'm yeah, rich, yeah, Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Fucking right, I am. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I'm not even going up the Eiffel Tower. I can't afford it. It's like sixty euros. <laughs> yeah. I'm going up it. I just have a look at the bottom of it. <laughs> just imagine it. How it would. How it yeah. Would yeah. I'll just yeah. go up high somewhere other place in Paris. But <laughs> it's it's that. It's there are. Oh, there's always. It's difficult because I want to. I want to help people, but at the same time, like. I don't know who the who the scammers are and who the legit people are. You know, yeah. there shouldn't be anyone. There shouldn't be anyone out on the street. Yeah, true, but, true. You know, but that bothers me. There's, there's been there has been a couple of people. Oh, there was one. I don't know. I've probably said this on here before. When I used to do jonglers in Camden, and I remember turning yeah. up, and I was all, walked around the corner. This fella just covered in blood down his face, and he's like, "Oh, mate," because I need some money for the cab get to get to hospital. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I have, have some cab money, mate." Hey, I walked in, and the doorman went. Did you just give money to a fella with blood on his face? <laughs> went, yeah, yeah, I did. I said he's in a bit. He's a bit mashed up. He went, yeah. He chucks himself down the steps on the on the lock, and then he Joking. walks up to people. No, yeah, he goes, yeah, he does it all the time. Like for fuck's sake, he goes, yeah, he goes. Everyone gets caught once. What we supposed to do is someone's covered in blood. <laughs> At least he put Imagine. the effort in, though, isn't he? Imagine, I'm not going to wipe it off his face to see if it's real. Like, lick it. That's jam, that. That's jam. That's what I thought he was going to say. That's commitment, that is. Yeah, he'd fling himself down the steps of the by the lock on the thing, and then he'd walk around going, he needs money for the cab. I'm like, fucking hell, mate. I, I remember in Houston Station, after a gig, I was heading back to Birmingham. There was a guy with two suitcases, and he was begging me uh. for money. He said he's missed the train. He needs money for a coach. Yeah, right. And I was thinking, I didn't give him any money. I was thinking, I bet that suitcase is full of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that old scam, eh? Making an absolute fortune. There was the opposite. There was another one. There was an opposite one. I was out with um, Michael Smiley years ago when he was when he was a comedian. He's a, he's a you know, world-class actor now. But mm. we were out, we were around by Carnaby Street, and this fella in a suit, was talking to this girl and he was going like, oh, I just, I need to get to my interview, uh, but I haven't got money, I haven't got this. He was saying, what is the interview? It was something to do, something or other. It wasn't an interview, it was something to do with his job. And I looked at him, we both looked at this guy's suit and we're going, he ain't, he don't wear that suit. That's just a suit he's flung on. His shoes <laughs> are fucking terrible. <laughs> There's shit. It wasn't even dirty. It was just like, it's just shit. And it didn't match it up. Just didn't match, and what, yeah, yeah. Whatever he was saying didn't make sense. And we both went up and went, the girl went, don't give him any money. I don't know what he's up to. What are you up to, mate? And he just ran off. <laughs> so there's, I don't know, there's so many scams, man. I can see it getting worse now, though. As times, yeah. people are doing, you know, 
other stuff they do silly things mate yeah. yeah well the other side of it as well again in london there was the the harry krishna fella and they come up and they shove <laughs> a book in your hand and they go oh this is for you, you know, what is it and they go it's out it's the, it's this it's a good book i think it will help your life um we don't we don't want we don't you don't have to buy it it's a, it's a book it's for you i'm like oh thanks very much but we do take donations right? And I'm like, <laughs> right so you don't want me to buy it but you want me to give you money because you've given me the book anyway yeah I'm like, mate and anyway and I, I looked in my wallet and there was a there was a fiver and there was a there was a tenner and he, yeah. and he went oh the brown ones are really nice <laughs> are they are they <laughs> have your book back mate have your book back see everyone's scamming i had a dude said to me because i said i ain't got no change he went i'll take you to the nearest atm machine <laughs> Mate, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> I was like, I'm going in the opposite direction. Yeah, I want to help you, but come on, man. Come to the cash machine with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. When they go, oh, there's a cash point over there. <laughs> Is there? All right. It's funny. Oh, there was one. I had one. There was a girl, Leicester Square. It's pissing down with rain. I was, I had, I was a bit pissed, and um. They still have any shoes on. And I'm like, mate, you ain't got any shoes on. You can't have any, sh- you got to get some shoes. Let's go and buy you a pair of shoes. And I went to like, go to the shop. She's like, no, 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 no. It's all right. It's all right. I went, it's pissing down with rain. You haven't got any shoes on. You got to have some shoes. Let's go to the shop, get you some shoes. She went, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'll just have the money for the shoes. And I went, oh, you've got your fucking shoes <laughs> hidden. You've hidden them somewhere in your fucking purse. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a pair of slippers on him. Yeah, <laughs> cheeky bastards. I, I want to help. I do want to help, and I do. I give. I'm always do giving you, money do you to help, someone. Yeah. yeah. Do you donate to a to a monthly charity or anything? No, I used to, and then I couldn't afford it anymore. But mm. yeah, I used to. I have done, and I want to. I mean, even that, I'm like, I want. You know, you hear about. You go, yeah, I want to donate to charity, but then after money doesn't get to the people. Yeah, it all gets lost in admin and. And where you know the, yeah. the 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 person that runs the charity is on like six figures, and it's just make like sense, does it? No, no, you're right. I always think if you do good in life, in karma, it always comes back to you in a different way. So? Yeah, I think I hope it does. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't, I'm gonna have to stop my job. <laughs> I want to, yeah, I want to believe in karma, but there's been some people in my life that I'm like, you don't deserve anything that you've got. I know you're a shit person. <laughs> yeah, there you are. There you are, lording over everyone. I'm like, that nah, karma's bullshit. <laughs> That's funny. Know. Are you? Yeah. Do, you, do you believe in karma? I do. Do you know what? Again, that depends on whether I've eaten or not. Um, or I mean, yeah, good mood. I do. I think I don't know what karma is, but I think if you do do something bad, it will come back to you without you even knowing. Do you think so? Oh yeah. That negative yeah. energy will ping off into the it's world. The energy in it. That's it. You got it's it. Energy. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. It's that. It is that. If you, yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna come back. Yeah, it'll ricochet off and come back. That's why it, it's really important to try and hang on to the good stuff in the world. Like we, you know, this in this episode, we've talked about, you know. People struggling to make a living, yeah. and they're, they're bringing in laws to ban striking and all that sort of thing. 
I think it's important, and I say this to remind myself more than anything. It's important to try and try and focus on the good shit as well. There is good shit in the world. There are good people in the world, you know. Yeah, and yeah. you just got to try and be as the best person you can be. I think you got to do good to others. Yeah. <laughs> 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 do you manage that though do you manage it you seem like you don't I, I don't imagine you've fucked over too many people you always seem pretty chill um, you've probably fucked up in you've made mistakes I imagine but yeah you know. we've, all, we've all made mistakes haven't we yeah <laughs> you know um, no I think I'm alright yeah you'd have to ask my patience <laughs> <laughs> you go I, was, I wasn't in here until he come along <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that put me in here yeah, it was all, your, it was all your fault. It was all your. <laughs> I'm getting quite. A, I'm getting a lot of that quite recently. I never get. I don't know what it. I'm like, eh? I, I think obviously they are unwell, but they'll they'll blame me. Really? I'm, yeah, I think it's the face. I get confused <laughs> a lot for being a doctor. Yeah. Hello, all right. doc, like the el- the elderly not. Hello, doctor. <laughs> And then I'll just put on an Indian accent. Hello, how are you? How are you doing today? <laughs> doing, doing the head wobble as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. I hope you're taking your medication. And they're like, yeah, doctor, I am taking it. I'll tell oh, you what, we're God. definitely putting the video out for this because we need people to see what you look like. I don't want to people think... <laughs> so I've already said you look like me. I don't want people to think it's me. <laughs> Hello, Rich Wilson. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 racist. I should have just oh, got a beanie hat like you. They'll never know then. <laughs> They'll never know. They'll be confused. <laughs> but have you got have you got like a good set of mates you can sort of like, hang out with and you know your partner and? I have got a good set of mates. Do you know what? I haven't seen them for ages. No, I've gave up booze. Well, I've had a, I had a break from booze, but it's been twelve months now. Yeah. Oh, well done. I know, yeah. All my mates, they all drink. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen them for a year. Do you think that's what it was keeping you? Like, it was always like going to the pub or going wherever. I think drinking. we just, when we used to meet up, we used to drink, you know. That was like the meeting. Like, none of us will go, oh, do you fancy going for a bit of golf or, you know no. what I mean? A game of snooker or something. Yeah. That doesn't happen now. It's always, do you fancy a drink? You yeah. go out for some food and you know get pissed. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, it's yeah, especially Christmas. Having Christmas just not long gone, I I real I was there was a lot of that. It was a lot of like, yeah, let's go and have a pint. Let's go and have a pint. And I don't know what's happened lately. My tolerance for booze has gone. I'm a bit. I'm I'm too good at it now. I'm like I'll have yeah. like three or four pints and all of a sudden I'm like fucked. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. And it without even thinking about it. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had to kind of curtail it a little bit. You know? <laughs> I just had my daughter come up to the window then. So oh, she sure. walked back from school. Yeah, yeah. She's like... you got to let her in. <laughs> no, no. Wow, I've left the door open. And she's looking in the window like this, like, who's dad, who's dad talking to? <laughs> Hang on, is that him? There's two of them yeah, on yeah. the screen. He's talking to himself. <laughs> Have you got kids, Rich? Yeah, but mine are older now. Mine are, are twenty five and thirty. Yeah, hell, mate. So they're you know they I saw them I saw them and uh, I saw it at Christmas and they're good boys they're good lads. Yeah, you know they they're, they're figuring it out and 
they, yeah, they, you know, they, they just see. They, I've said it before, but they just go, oh, you know, dad needs just needs a little bit of looking after now and again. So it's now it's changed. <laughs> Your next podcast will be in old folks, so many. This is it. Yeah. A- <laughs> <laughs> Interviewing all the old bods. I don't oh. interview the old bods. They got yeah. some great stories, mate. Thing is, right? Someone said to me recently they did a gig in an old people's home. Yeah, and they were and they were. What's that? Because this assumption that all old people were around during the war, so all they like is all the old war stuff, all the old <laughs> war songs. You know, like, no, they, you look at it now. They were probably around. They were probably you know they were young in the sixties, the fifties, yeah. the late fifties, yeah. early sixties. So their musical tastes aren't going to be Vera Lynn. That's and right. all that bollocks. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. some cool Beatles shit you got yeah you know you gotta you gotta learn some fucking rolling stones mate yeah it's true that is you know yeah and in our generation when we're in the people's in the old people's homes it'll be rave and all that sort of <laughs> grime yeah 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 drill <laughs> drill okay <laughs> someone coming in loaded yeah load of road men. <laughs> Get a lot of old men coming in singing singing the songs. That's funny. Oh mate, well that's out of beat. All right, I I uh, I quite like where I'm at now. I'm not old old, but I'm not young. Mm. And I have a. I'm, I'm, you don't look old, mate. No, I don't feel it. To no. be honest, no, that's good. That's it. the main thing, man. Yeah, and I'm still yeah. running around. This is interesting, actually, because Kate and I were sat the other day, my wife, and we were talking about that. And we were saying, like, there are people we know that already go, oh, well, I'm 45, I can't be doing that. Mm. They're already talking like they're done. And you're just like, no. The day that you go, oh, I'm old, is the day that you start to become old. True. Mike, you know? can you say that to my wife? She says it to me all the time. Really? Oh, I feel old now. I'm like, you're only 45. She's 45. I'm like, you're Mate. only 45. Yeah, that's Wait nothing. you're 70. You're not old yeah. yet. I am. I can feel it. <laughs> mate, yeah, it's nothing. No. Just... Stop eating sugar. <laughs> mate, that's spot on. That's her, that is. Chocolate. Stop eating sweets. Yeah. She's got to pack chocolate. all that in. Well, don't yeah. pack it in, but cut it down. Cut it down. I've told her that. I, it... said this... oh, I said that funny enough. I said, that, that's your resolution for this year. Just yeah. to cut down on your chocolate and your sweets. Yeah. No, I need it. it. You don't know what we go through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Menopause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you got... Oh, mate, yeah. She's saying I all do. that. <laughs> mate, I do, I do feel... That's the thing. Having done this podcast for a while, getting to, getting to have a chat with women about what, acts, what women actually go through, like with periods and the menopause yeah, and all that, yeah, and, yeah. which is a conversation that we never had growing up. No one ever really sat me down. Yeah, true. Only time, first time I became aware of it was my mom, when my mum had it all, had a hysterectomy because mm. it was, you know, she had it all cut yeah. out. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I remember yeah. her crying in the kitchen. And that, my mum's had like that. that. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 It must be, it must, I can't imagine what that must be like when they go, you're going to have to have an operation where we just take it all away. Mm. And then that's it. That's right. That's yeah. all. That's all done. And you're like, yeah. fuck, man. It's true. That is. You do, growing up, we don't. We did. We don't get told about that. No. Nah. No. I, I no. I didn't ever... know it. I didn't... No. I didn't I know. Know. I'd heard of it. I've heard of it. But <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was something that the teacher like a myth. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> Doesn't know. happen to all women. <laughs> it's like Father Christmas, and <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's red. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, mate. We'll stop it there. Fucking hell. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> oh, mate. Okay, yeah. Any of our uh, women listeners, listen, we're not being, we're, we're not being, around. we're only messing around. We know it's, we, I can't imagine what it must be like to have to go through that shit. So, um, listen, this has been great, mate. Thanks yeah, for joining us. It's been us. great. I appreciate oh, it. Lovely. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Oh, our pleasure, man. And um, hopefully, you know, you won't have to deal with anything too severe. It going forward and yeah well done for doing what you do man because people Thanks, need man. it thank you yeah. you're welcome rich where can good we find you on the ah, good to see you where can we find yeah. you on the socials man so yeah uh if you want to follow me on instagram i've got a new instagram account <laughs> why yeah. went to the old one it got hacked mate oh no it's my facebook got hacked right yeah somebody put up these isis photos on my profile what? Yeah, I shouldn't have tagged myself in them. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Is that what it was? They went, are, they, are you in here? You went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bottles of us said it, paintballing. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that holiday. <laughs> I remember that stag, dude. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I must be in there somewhere. Yeah, tag, tag, tag. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, mate. I had to create a new one anyway. Um, so, my Instagram is lovedevbarpagat, comedian. Yeah. So I've had to add the comedian to make a new one. Oh, mate. Yeah. Oh, well. well <laughs> at least you're not... Yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's been lovely having you on, mate. Yeah. It's been lovely. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Insane in the membrane. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.